Welcome to Business Lines State of the Economy podcast where you will find insight analysis and the story behind the numbers. Hey there welcome to the BL State of the Economy podcast. I am Shrivats from Business Line and today we have a very interesting topic at hand which is the ongoing legal tussle between the domestic startups and the tech giant Google. in the google play store case or commonly referred as the app billing case at the heart of the showdown between what many see as a david versus goliath battle lies the issue of fair competition revenue sharing and control over app distribution channels the controversy in the app billing case which is now little over 3 years old revolves around google's imposition of a mandatory 30% commission on app downloads or in-app purchases made through the google play store of course there has been a small climb down of sorts by google in revising downward the commission which google terms it as a service fee to a maximum of 26%. So what exactly is this legal spat between domestic startups and Google all about? Which are the legal forums through which the case has moved ever since CCA came up with the historic October 25th 2022 order on the Google Play Store case? to help us navigate this critical question and do a deep dive into the ongoing legal dispute we today have an eminent competition law expert in mr mm sharma who heads the competition law and policy practice in the law firm vesh associates since the year 2009 sharma who has a wealth of experience spanning over 38 years holds a postgraduate diploma in economics of competition law from the king's college london he has worked in the competition commission of india as additional registrar during 2006 to 2008 and was responsible for drafting the implementing regulations under the competition act 2002 he is a prolific writer on competition issues and has few international publications in noted journals to his credit sharma was a pioneer of sorts in having a dedicated blog on competition law it is called the antitrust and competition law blog and a very popular one too among the competition law fraternity welcome to the bl state of the economy podcast mr sharma so sir today we have a very very interesting topic which has been a point of discussion at various industry forums across the country is the ongoing uh, legal spat between google and the domestic startups so i would like to ask you first as to how do you see this ongoing epic david versus goliath battle between the startups and google 
<laughs> Very interesting. You have put it, I think, in the right perspective, I should say. It is indeed a fight between the big and the small. So how I see it is that, see, the app developers, the third-party app developers uh, are actually fighting for their right, the right to be fair, to have a fair dealing from Google. And as far as the, you see, the payment for their purchases made by the consumers on their apps and even purchases of the apps themselves are, you know, regulated by the Google. So they're fighting for a right cause, I believe. And the fight uh, is not confined to India, if I may add. It is it's a universal fight because it is also uh, going on in, uh, it has also gone uh, through its phase in US, UK, and even in South Korea. Interesting. So this is a fight which is not confined to India. I just wanted to add this fact for the benefit of my listeners. And if you want, I can give you the uh, very briefly the this fight which is going on. So in South Korea, it started in August 2021. Google was doing exactly the same thing which Google is doing in India. And the Korean parliament actually dubbed this as the anti-Google law. They made an anti-Google law in South Korea, Telecommunication Business Act, blaming the big app store operations, you know, such as Google and even Apple, from forcing the developers to use their payment system, effectively stopping them from charging commissions on the in-app purchases. So that by law, the Korea, South Korean parliament actually stopped it. So it was a regulatory or legislative interference. In the U.S., similar developments took place in 2022 after the development in South Korea. And in the U.S., Google was forced to, you know, uh, agree to settlement with the FTC. They actually made a settlement with with the FTC. And they actually, pursuant to the Google, announced that Google actually allowed the apps to charge consumers directly rather than to have charged them through the Google. So that mandatory payment through Google Pay was stopped in U.S. And even Google offered to pay $630 million, $630 million to create a settlement fund for consumers and also paid $70 million into that fund to be used by the states. So this is the story in the U.S. So in the U.S., Google is not doing what it is doing in India. And even in the U.K., another interesting thing. So after South Korea, then came the U.S. in 2022. And in U.K., as recent as 2023, that is the last year. You see, April 2023, Google has made commitments. Because the, the CMA, Consumer and Marketing Authority of UK, started investigating the same allegations against Google. And then Google was given a notice, Shoka's notice, the notice for, you know, uh, and then and they had, Google has agreed in April 23. And the commitments made by Google are being examined by UK. So this is a fight which, in India has started already, like it has already been, uh, it has already held, as I said, other, other jurisdictions. So, sir, if I may ask, how has it moved on the European Union front? See, in the European Union, there is no such uh, specific complaint against this payment system. It is in national competition authorities, which I am not actually aware as of now. I gave you the example of UK. But in European Union, I am not exactly as of now aware that in which other jurisdictions apart from UK, this same problem has come. It is as actually regard, as, as regards the uh, pricing payment system, or, yeah, yeah, or the billing system for apps. Exactly, we are being. I think this podcast, as, as I believe, is specific to the extent of the payment system. I am not referring to the other other issues as of now. Yeah, yeah, definitely, sir. We are uh, the issue at hand 
is only the uh, Google billing case. It's on the Correct. app billing case. Yeah. Yes. So I'm uh, confining my responses to that only. Exactly, sir. Exactly. For the benefit of our listeners, could you help us understand the genesis of this battle in the Indian context? Sure, I would love to do that. So uh, this genesis as uh, more or less contemporaneous with the South Korean case in 2021. It actually started in India also in 2020. You see, in India, somebody who was unnamed, an anonymous complainant, you know, XYZ, filed a case against Google on this account, on account of, you know, using its dominance in the licensable OS market for smartphones, that is Android-based OS, and then forcing the app developers, third-party application developers, to force their, and the consumer was being forced to use only Google Pay as the payment mode when they were making purchases through the applications on the Google Android store. So Google Play, Google Play is a, was found to be large, is the largest, you know, was found to be dominant by the CCI, this complaint started there. And the CCI found that Google's Play billing system, you know, through the Google Play store, is not only receiving payments for applications, that is for other digital products like audio, video, etc., sold through the Google Play Store, but also certain in-app purchases, purchases made by the users for the apps after they have downloaded and purchased the apps from the Play Store. The app developers were also not allowed, you know, to give a direct link to a web page containing an alternative method of payment, say UPI, for example, in India, or use that language or use language that encourages the user to purchase digital item outside the app. So it's called anti-steering provisions were used. So the application developers were actually stopped technically by Google from giving an offer to their consumers to make alternate methods. They can't even use an, a language which would suggest that. You know. So the, if then the, and if, if the app developers did not comply with the Google policy of, and this policy was known as Google Play's billing system, GBPS. Exactly. Google Play, Google yeah. Play billing system, GBPS, it's, it was called. It was not permitting the applications, users, the ordinary consumers who had Android phone. And, you know, the Google had large, mostly the phone users, smartphone using Android phone. But there are only two operating software in the world. Either it is Apple's iOS or it is Google, you know, Android phone. So since 95% Google has market share in smartphone operating system, obviously it is akin to a, a monopoly. Of course, not a technically monopoly, it's a duopoly, but it's like a hugely dominant position Google had. So people had no choice. So the app developers did not, and those app developers who did not comply with the Google policy of GBPS were not permitted to even list their apps on the Play Store. So there was, ex, there was a restriction, you know, put on them. It's a denial of market access in the technical terms, if I can use it. And actually they would lose out the vast potential of customers on the Android users. So this was the genesis of the problem and the commission concluded after that assessment the commission made that Google is actually, and then another interesting fact which I must share with you that Google was not making this mandatory for its own application, that the YouTube. So Google has its own, you know, hugely popular application, the YouTube app. YouTube, in the YouTube purchases made through YouTube, Google was not mandating this GBPS for the common users. This was interesting. So there was not only unfair part, but also discriminatory part. And those purchases which were made, Google was charging something between, you know, 11 to 26%, you know, to, uh, for the payment made through the red apps, and it could go up to 
up to 30% for charging. So this was the genesis of the problem and the commission, uh, you know, considered this case and it, it concluded that mandatory imposition of GPS disturbs innovation incentives and ability of both the payment processors as well as they have developers to undertake technical development and innovate and thus tend to amount to limiting technical development. So not only it was found to be unfair, but discriminatory under uh, 42A, 1 and 2, but also, you know, but also stopping the technical development under 42A, 42B2 of the Competition Act. And then also, as I said, denial of market access for payment aggregators as well as app developers under 42C also. So if you are aware of the legal provision, anybody who's listening would understand what I'm saying. So what actually Google was found to be doing was, it was found to be leveraging its dominant position in the market for licensable market OS and App Store for Android OS to protect its position in the downstream market for payments through the uh, app purchases. So that was another angle, 42E was also added. So on all five accounts, you see, of the Section 4 violation, Google was found to have abused the dominance, and the Google was, you know, this policy, this, this was stopped. This, the order was of 25th of, you know, 25th of October, 2022. Which involved uh, nearly 1,000 crore or 900 crore penalty, right? No, that was a composite order. In fact, there were two orders. One order was the previous five days back. The order was issued on the Android smartphone, Android-based order, I can call it. Android smart OS order. Because Google was also imposing mandatory and unfair conditions on the Android OS smartphone makers, smartphone manufacturers mm -hmm. who were using Android as their OS. So that, that was the main case. This was the second case. And both the cases, there were a gap only five days. So the previous Correct. case, of with the order was the 20th October, a penalty mm -hmm. of 936 crore was imposed. 1336 crores was imposed, and then in the second order, they did not impose any penalty. They only issued the no, direction. If I, if, I, if I remember, they imposed a 930 crore penalty. 1337 was imposed on the Android OS store. Yeah. And I think 936 crore was, yes, you're right. And yes. I stand corrected. Was yeah. imposed for the payment, the Google payment method. I'm sorry. So 936.44 yeah, yeah. crore was also imposed on this in this particular issue. Mm. So against that, Google went and appealed in the NCLAT. Mm. And in the NCLAT, it could not get a stay against these directions, you know, mm. of substantive directions of uh, market correction issued by the CCI. Mm. But it did one thing. It, you know, it allowed the user a choice. It allowed a user a choice for only the users, not the app developers, choice mm. for using the alternative methods. But the payment of commission continued. You know, mandatory payment of commission up to 26% continued, even if when the user uses the so-called user choice billing system. So GBPS got converted to user choice billing, UCB. And in UCB also, mm. you know, you had to pay up to 26%. So it was 11 to 26%. And this was beside the 15% flat percentage fee for any customer, you know, downloading the application, a paid application from the Google Play Store. So, sir, so, in your view, the update, hmm. updated UCB policy, which came into effect on April 26th last yeah, yeah. year, yeah. Uh, did it solve for the contentious issue of denial of market access for payment aggregators as well as app developers? Yes. So, I'll be, I'll be, uh, you say your question is very specific. Yeah. So, as far as the, uh, you, the universal uh, the user choice billing has mm -hmm. actually resolved the issue for discrimination for the users of the smartphone. 
that is the consumers not for the app developers not for the so app developers app developers mm-hmm. can certainly because the issue of mandatory payment of uh, commission still remains mm but the so the, the discrimination so the, has been the, done away with sorry to this. interrupt the main growth of the domestic startups is the quantum of commission and yes. not commission per se right no not not only the quantum per se quantum of course is very huge because the all other development methods other payment method charge only 3% 0 to 3% and as per the rbi guidelines also it can't be more than 5% mm. so they they google's because google is in a dominant position and leveraging its dominance as i said is mandating the imposition of such a huge commission even after mm. you under ucb mm. so that is the main grouse so the discrimination as far as gbps is concerned has been removed by google but it has not removed the problem of the developers so that's why the developers app developers and aggregators are up in arms against google okay so uh, their point of view is uh, there should be no case for levy of commission or their point is the commission rates are high their point is the commission rates are very high excessively high okay hmm. it's not only they, they they of course they agree that they'll have to pay some commission hmm. they're not saying they will not pay commission and that's why in the madras high court when they went they hmm. specifically referred to the rbi's guidelines which mandates of uh, which regulate the quantum of the commission payable so sir when you talk of madras high court help our listeners to understand what is this madras high court i mean uh, uh, chronologically if we talk october 25th the order came from cci it from yes. google google to resort to unfair uh, competitive and in april right and in april 23 google removed the discrimination as far as user choice is concerned it used started user choice mm-hmm. billing but so then why, the, did, why did all the startups go to madras high court in june yes very good question so i i think the answer is this that the startups were waiting for the cci because the google did not get as i said any stay order in the appeal which it has filed which is still pending mind you there were two appeals the earlier appeal was dis- were disposed of by the nclat that appeal in which the android os order case you know that with the android os was the main issue that appeal was disposed of by the nclat in their google is in second appeal before the supreme court in that appeal also the google's penalty was sustained you know but the directions were not changed and google was found to be abusing its dominance but that's beside the point but the second appeal which was against the 25th october 22 order is still pending in nclat and in that appeal since no stay order was granted as i said against the uh, substantive directions for removing this discrimination etc so google what google did was google though removed only the discrimination for the users but did not remove the discrimination for the app developers or did not remove the excessive or unfair so called uh, commission which it was charging from the app developers so that point still remained so the app developers actually waited the commission to get that enforced so there is a section 42 you know which which mandates the commission to enforce its directions and if somebody does not do it there is a provision for prosecuting that person so it it went on and i believe that the developers also after waiting for some time you see filed a application before the cci for uh, enforcing its orders and that also did not happen then i think the the developers actually 
lost their uh, you know patience i would say and rightly so to some extent then they started looking for alternative remedies and alternative remedies naturally would not lie in the competition act it would lie under the civil law the common law under the under the contract act because rightly said the the this imposition of a commission which is so high you know it is amounts to a light of restraint of trade also to some extent under the contract act and of course beside violating the uh, the rbi guidelines as i just said under the this this act is called you know the pss act the, and there is a, a guidelines on regulating of payment aggregators and payments gateways 2020s also there so all those things i'm sure the google the app developers have their own association also and they must have consulted you know legal experts and that's why their their counsel suggested to them to try out the alternative remedy you see before the civil court and then they went to the high court of madras and in madras high court they took the same view that uh, not only the uh, that the cci has uh, of course they did, they did mention they did not they did not uh, hide this fact that they have they are already before the cci and they filed an application under section 42 for asking the cci to prosecute google for non compliance with its order of 25th of october 2022 and their say was pending but then they said the cci you see could not regulate the rates of commission so that is the thing which i would like to you know focus on because commission is not a regulator is not a price regulator it is a competition regulator it does not have powers to regulate the rate at which you know a company will uh, charge its service charges so basically it's a contract between the google it is a upstream uh, and the app developers are using that in play store at the downstream so it's a, it's a basically it's a contract and in this contract what what rate would be google charge from them is basically between the two parties it's a privity of contract so this is an admitted fact that the competition commission does not have power to you know regulate the rates and it actually by the way i but i also tell you it also happened in the case of t series t series a similar case also arose t series were also charging you know very high rate from the fm music you know which it was licensing its copyright of the film and music bollywood music so the same case when i was a part of that case incidentally so that there also the cci did not dictate the rates because then the our point was we were representing t series and our point was exactly the same as google would have said that uh, the it's the copyright board which is the empowered under the copyright act to to decide the rate the reasonable rate so called because they attained the power so the same thing in here also the google knew that cci does not have that power and the app developers also knew that cci does not have that power that's why the answer according to the app developers lied before the civil court and that's why they raised the issue in the high court but in the high court what happened was the high court you know their google was successful actually speaking to get the jurisdiction itself ousted because in there the it took the help of section 61 of the competition act which outs the jurisdiction of civil courts in all competition related issues so the high court was convinced by the counsels for google you know there was a long order i mean one can go on and on but the long and short of this is that the high court found that the commission since it is already subdued is the matter is the appeal is subdued is before the ncelt and the competition commission has also given an order so it found that there is no reason for the high court to interfere you see in that in that matter and in my blog if you can uh, see i have referred to the on you know increasing tribunalization of the judicial system and in that there is a judgment of l chandra prakash very famous judgment of the supreme court when the cat itself was challenged 
the competition, the Central Administrative Tribunal, when it was first made, was challenged in the, in the Supreme Court, a full bench, seven benches in the Supreme Court said that tribunals have to remain. Tribunals are not ultra-virus, the Constitution, etc. Because the writ power of the judiciary of the High Court remains. But tribunals have their own role because they are expert bodies, created specifically for the purpose of, for which the Act says. So here in this case, the Competition Commission of India and the Competition Appellate Tribunal, now the NCLT, are expert bodies, which are supposed to you know, adjudicate upon the competition issues. That's why the Madras High Court refused. And in my, and I, I, I must also add here, this is a trend. This is a trend which is going on in the Indian higher judiciary. High courts after high courts and even the Supreme Court have actually, you know, avoided interfering in the experts' domain, or the competition domain particularly. And I can also refer to the case of the car spare part cases, you know, Madras High Court order, etc. Where Madras High Court and even Calcutta, Karnataka High Court, even Bombay High Court, all refused to intervene. Ultimately, the appeals are now being, you know, adjudicated before the NCLT about the car spare part, you know, who refused to open their markets for the secondary market, etc. So the point is that Madras High Court has refused to intervene in this case, and the matter is now the in the Supreme Court. So I mean, the matter is subdued. Is I don't know which way the Supreme Court will take the view because Google is also right to the extent that the rate determination is not within the domain of CCI. So, who will determine the rate? And reasonableness, they can only see. But then the issue is not reasonableness. Here, the issue is of unfairness. Here, the app developers are saying it is not only unreasonable, but it is unfair and excessive. So th these are the issues which are actually contentious issues, which only the time will tell how it will figure out. But uh, as of now, the matter is in the Supreme Court. Because the app developers have challenged that division bench high court order also. You know, which allowed the single bench order, which had dismissed Google's appeal. And... Uh, uh, so the, it is before the Supreme Court. Excellent, sir. So thank you for uh, the great perspective on that. So I have one question, which is uh, that Madras High Court had asked startups to go to the CCI, saying that CCI is the right forum to give them any remedy. Yes. However, how the startups went to Supreme Court in appeal against the Madras uh, Division Bench Order. Uh, see, and the, uh, and uh, in a way, how do you see this? Uh, you know, uh, do you think? Uh, and in fact, when they approach Supreme Court in that petition, they have alleged inaction by the CCI as uh, a reason I, for as a reason for moving the Supreme Court. So, do you think uh, they are justified in that? Yes, no, it's a very good question. See, I I will be very careful in answering this question because. Though the app developers, as the consumers of justice, if I can use this term, are justified in finding, in you know, in, in, in opening their frustration out, you know, before the courts, because the CCI has, for whatever reason, not enforced its Section 42, which is the only provision which is not appealable. And under this, even a prosecution, even imprisonment is, is provided. While they are right in doing so, but we have to see the other side's story also. You see, the commission is a, is a, is a quasi-judicial body. It has, a, it has a process to follow. And in the process, it has to give you know, sufficient time to even Google to respond to the application. And I'm sure this must be the reason why the commission has not done what it ought to have done till now, because the commission must be waiting for the Google's response. And Google might be, and I'm not alleging anything, but Google might be delaying, might be delaying, though I don't... Uh, Although I do not expect a company as 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 responsible as Google to 
do that but uh, it could be the reason and another reason could be you know csi itself was in limbo you know for some time when the, the last chairman had retired and it took some time for the new members to take office so this intervening period of about 8 to 7 8 months you know the selection of the new chair person and the csi members etc i i think is also responsible to this for this kind of delay to that extent but having said that the you know to avail the right remedies is the fundamental right of every citizen so the fw members are right in saying what they have said in the supreme court that the cci is not doing what it has to and and why they say so i will also add one more sentence here is because cci should have you know it should have actually fastened should have expired because it's a, it's a very it's a very big issue you know it's a very big issue it's not a case of a single company you know being uh, being uh, being targeted the entire india's online uh, third developer third party developers are in, are in problem and the cci has already held that google is doing wrong so why did not cci actually expedite its process of section 42 you know of prosecuting the google for non compliance so to that extent i mean i can only give a very very subjective answer with a caveat that cci cannot be entirely blamed but app developers are also right in what they are saying and i i don't think that cci uh, is entirely to be blamed i mean i i, I will be only at this to the extent but yes app developers are also right they are, they have the grounds is very justified so so do you think this legal battle between the david and the goliath has in a way uh, what what does it tell us about cci's image as a trustworthy credible no nonsense and fair regulator has it taken a hit yes it has taken no doubt about it in fact uh, if you see uh, i have commented on this in my blog also Which, mm. which was published, uh, you know, on twelfth February. I very much have actually said so. What you're saying that the commission actually has, because of these issues of not enforcing Section Forty Two powers fully and in time, timely, I would say timely enforcement of its orders actually has brought down its credibility and its trust among the people as a no-nonsense and you know strict fair market regulator. Because you know the commission has perhaps forgotten. that this is the only power which is the statute has given to them which will actually make the co- big corporate stand up and understand so here even the imprisonment is provided up to 3 years imprisonment can be given if they don't comply by this by this chief metropolitan magistrate so that it actually has definitely uh, you know to some extent eroded the credibility of the cci which it has built over a period of 10 to 12 years such great you know efforts by its predecessors that uh, Uh, i'm sorry i mean this should not have happened because after cease and desist order the universal choice billet which this is the google did was not sufficient as far as the complaint for you are concerned you see it is not the users who have come to you the app developers have come to you and the app developers problem still remains of course google has certain to some extent the uh, choice of the users the actual smartphone users but then that's not sufficient you have to address to every stakeholder and the app developers are the people who are the innovators they have to be pro- protected by the law and the competition commission is the only body and the competition act is the only law which can protect them which is as it is seen for the madras high court judgment and in my personal view i doubt whether the supreme court will also interfere in this so ultimately the ball will go into this because of csi court only again and ultimately as i said in the at the car spare part case the appeal will land up before the nclt and in nclt what we have we don't even have a dedicated bench for competition cases 
competition cases are going on for years. I know I've got number of appeals in which have not come for hearing for the last two years because they are busy in the insolvency matters. The, 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 there is a need for a dedicated bench like the competition appellate tribunal used to be earlier. So there are lots of issues with the competition landscape. Srivast, <laughs> I can go on on, but the point is, I do not personally think that the credibility of the CCI is completely eroded. CCI continues to be a regulator which is looked upon by the people of India. But this particular aspect of non-enforcement of Section 42, timely non-enforcement of Section 42, and through the, you know, by engaging good counsel, they should have very good counsel before the High Court because ultimately the matter goes to the High Court. Because there is no appeal, so the people file rate. And in the High Court, they should have very good counsels to defend their stand. And the High Court should be told not to interfere. Because they, they, till today, except in one case of Rajasthan surrender, the Supreme Court has said that the High Court should not interfere. There are judgments. So they should know it. And, and they, they, they already know it. So CCI has not, credibility is suddenly taken a hit in this particular instance. So, sir, my last question to you is, uh, is there any visibility on what happened on the February 21st hearing that Delhi High Court had asked CCA to give to startups? Yeah, yeah. So, the All India Digital Foundation had gone to High Court, you see. As I said, people have High Court only to go for. And the this High is Court the Delhi High Court. Delhi High Court. And in Delhi High Court, the CCI Council made a statement that they had already fixed a date for hearing for 21st February. For hearing mm -hmm. the application of uh, uh, of these people for under section 42, and so then then the high court said fine, that we have nothing to do. It uh, dismissed the case. That it has been dismissed. As and, I said, and, high court will not interfere. Correct. And I got the order with me right now in front of me. Okay. And, but one, one thing I would also add because of your question I did not answer. You said that what will happen ultimately? According to me, ultimately, mm -hmm. like it happened in the U.S. or it happened in the UK, Google will have to come to terms. Google will have to settle this case because now under the Competition Amendment Act, commitments and settlements are also going to come. They've already been uh, proposed, Act has been amended, but they have to be notified by the government. So settlement and commitment are going to happen like it happened in UK or US. This is what my uh, hunch is that I'm sure Google will see reason because you can't have two set of laws. One, one the RBI, the ultimate regulator, you know, payment gateways has mandated that you can't charge more than 5%. How can you charge 11 to 26% and 15% just because you are Google? So I don't think this is a, this is a, and Google also knows, I don't know what Google's answers would be, but as, as, as a, somebody, as an independent competition law practitioner, I don't think Google has ever got, got a very strong case. Got that, sir. So, in a sense, now the ball is in whose court? It's in the Supreme Court? Or... Right now, it is in the Supreme Court and it's also in the NCLAT because the appeal of Google is before the NCLAT. Okay. And in that appeal, the app developers cannot become a party because the, there was no informant. Only XYZ, as I said. Mm -hmm. Though they may try. I mean, I mean, I can, if they come to me, I can guide them. I can advise them, but it's for their lawyers to think the ways. They should be get implemented for the before the in the appeal also, or they should file a fresh case. And the last point is, if the regulations come about for settlement and commitment, that can be applied even for existing cases like the uh, app billing one, is it? See, now the order has been passed. 
in this case so here there will be no settlement because competition commission has already passed it imposed a penalty of 936 crore as you said correct 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 so there will not be a settlement for this case mm. but if a new case is filed by app developers mm. and i'm sure in that case also the because google has not changed its policies uh, dramatically except mm. the ucb as i said mm. i'm sure google continues to be dominant Mm. So Google definitely will be forced to, uh, you know, uh, show cause will have to be issued. Google and Google in that time, it will be Google's mm. choice if the if these are notified, either to go for commitments that is before investigation, mm. or to go for settlement after the investigation by the DG. So it is as of now, the app developers have to think what they should do. Like in my personal view, they should mm. actually go for a file a fresh case in CCI if they want. Google to mandate ways. So thank you, sir, for all the perspective. And uh, the big takeaway for me, at least, is that as on date, uh, we are in no position to say whether David will emerge victorious or Goliath will win the battle. <laughs> no, I've said David will. So I've okay. said David will come out. I've said that. Mm -hmm. David has so a stronger you're... case. Yeah, yeah I, I David is that. a stronger case. Okay, okay. <laughs> mm. I've said that. Point taken, sir. Thank you so much and uh, thank you for all the perspective. Thank you very much for uh, giving me this opportunity, Mr. Shivas. Thank you very much. Thank you.